Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is conforming to the light. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. I want to read you something from one of my favorite little books. It's called Experiencing God Through Prayer by Madame Jeanne Guillon, and it's edited by Donna C. Arthur. Madame Guillon, as many of you know, was a very spiritual lady that lived in the late 1600s and early 1700s. She wrote several books. Her most well-known one is called, in French, A Short and Easy Method of Prayer. The title has been translated into English, given various um, nuances. But the one that I really like is Experiencing God Through Prayer. Donna C. Arthur, editor. It's very simple. It's a very beautiful little translation. And I want to read you from the introduction. I'm going to presume that this introduction is by Donna C. Arthur. This little book by Madame Jeanne Guillon is a treasure chest of spiritual wisdom. It contains rich nuggets of truth that could only have been revealed to her by the Spirit of God. I have for many years seen the name of Jean Guillon held in high esteem through the writings of leaders in Christianity such as Andrew Murray, Watchman Nee, Hudson Taylor, and Jesse Penn Lewis. And I might add uh, A. B. Tozer also. I continue reading. Unable to find any of her writings, I began a nationwide search hoping to uncover one of her early manuscripts. When I finally found this book, I immediately knew it must be shared again with Christians in our century. Madame Guillon was a unique handmaiden of the Lord. Having lived in a degraded society and been imprisoned for her outspoken devotion to God, she wrote commanding and inspiring words, urging men and women to turn from the earthly and press on to know God. While the sentence structure and the language have been revised for today's reader, the profound truth remains untouched. It is my hope that you will not only experience the presence of God in a fresh and wonderful way, but also that you will desire to share these truths with others. A beautiful little introduction. What am I going to say other than that? Well, I'm going to say something I always do. Let me just read a little bit of it and then comment on it. If you don't mind, I can't resist. This little book by Madame Jeanne Guillon. You know, it's a little book. Do you know how important a little book can be? Many of us had a little book when we were children. We loved it, and we read it over and over and over and over. Have you noticed, for example, that textbooks are getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger? I have a trigonometry book. It's very small. Very small. can easily be carried. It's hardly bigger than a paperback, a thin paperback. It covers all the important things and has many problems, simple problems, that all have the answers in the back. Not like some textbooks where only the odd questions have answers, you know what I mean? But I learned more from that little tiny book than from a great, great, great big textbook. Abraham Lincoln learned to read, and he had only one book. Did you know that? He didn't have a lot of books. He had one book. Of course, it was the Bible, but he only had one book. And he read it at night by firelight. So sometimes one little book is enough.
I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. Abraham Lincoln learned to read, and he had only one book. Did you know that? He didn't have a lot of books. He had one book. Of course, it was the Bible, but he only had one book. And he read it at night by firelight. So sometimes one little book is enough. I read from the introduction. This little book by Madame Jean Guillon is a treasure chest of spiritual wisdom. It contains rich nuggets of truth that could only have been revealed to her by the Spirit of God. Yes, it's a treasure chest, and it has rich nuggets of truth. You know, when I read, I don't devour every word and read all of the pages. It makes my mind tired. What I do is I look for clues, or in the terms that Donna Arthur uses, I look for a rich nugget. And when you look in the treasure chest and you find a rich nugget, then what do you do with it? You cherish it. You look at it. You ponder it. That's enough for the day. You don't have to rip through it and get all of the nuggets out. Just one is all you need. One nugget. That's enough. Do you remember when you were a little child and maybe you had a, a lot of toys? Maybe they were in the closet or in the toy box or somewhere. Or you had some comic books and you wanted to read one. So you went through everything until you found the one that you wanted, and then that was enough for the day, that one item. Do you understand? So when I read, I look for nuggets, nuggets of truth. And when I see the nugget, oh, I get something. I understand something. I, I realize something. That's the word to use. I have an insight. And that insight is the spiritual truth, and it's revealed by God. See, the same spirit, good spirit, that Madame Guillon loved and which she expressed in her writing, that same spirit is within me and it's within you when you realize something in that light, in the light of truth, the inner light of truth. See, the nugget, the rich nugget on the outside, awakens you to realize something. And the spirit within bears witness to what the nugget says on the outside. You see what I mean? And the nugget on the outside testifies or bears witness to what the Spirit is saying. Christ talked about the pearl of great price. He was talking about the kingdom of God. But do you see how important a pearl is? And when you find that pearl, you treasure it. So this little book has many nuggets of wisdom in it. And it's a very beautiful book. And it would be nice, perhaps, if you got it, if you got my little meditation and began to use it, and then got Madame Guillon's book here, maybe read just a little bit in the morning after, after you meditated, read a little bit until you see something, realize something, and then when you realize something, then put the book down. That's your spiritual little nugget of wisdom for the day, your rich nugget from your treasure chest. That's what you need for the day. And it'll be with you during the day, and you'll probably have more realizations based on that one. That one little nugget will lead to many realizations and insights and deeper understanding. It's just beautiful.
And then the next day, you open the book and read. You could even open it to any page. Any page. And read a little bit until the inner spirit bears witness to something that you read. And then you realize you're refreshed. You're filled with joy. And it's beautiful. Meditation is a way of life. It's not a ritual. It's not words. It's not any particular thing. It's a way of life. Like breathing is a way of life. Without breathing, we don't have any life. And so, meditation is very similar. When you breathe, you empty your lungs and you, you take in fresh air. And then you extract something from that and then you breathe it out. And so that's the way meditation is. A beautiful plant like a rose it's so beautiful. It reaches up its leaves to the sun. And from the sun comes warmth and light. And somehow in the light of the sun, it makes a beautiful, beautiful plant. It grows leaves and then beautiful roses. That's its character. Bequeathed to it from God. But it grows in the light. Do you understand? So if you try to escape from your conscience, if you try to run from your conscience and escape into music, into friends, into work, into marijuana, into alcohol, into video games, into anything, or into thought, that's our favorite escape right there. Endlessly thinking, planning, worrying, reliving the past, daydreaming of the future. As long as you escape into that ersatz virtual world, you're escaping from God's light. Oh, that you could become still and like the beautiful rose, absorb the wonderful light from God. Well, you can, but you have to find it. You have to find God's light. And how do you find it? You have to become still. You have to become still. And you have to want the light. That's right, because it's there. And like I've said recently, I've said grace is there. Forgiveness is there. Love is there. It's all there. All you have to do is grasp it. But now you don't want to admit you're wrong. See, or you don't want to give up something. You don't want to give up a grudge against someone. See, or there's something that you want in the world, make it too important. But maybe, maybe you can sit still and start to realize what's really important in life and get the little meditation that I have that teaches you how to become still. If you are sitting in your room sitting in your chair at the desk, or sitting on your sofa, or maybe laying in bed, 
you can close your eyes and look at the little pixels of light on the inside of your eyelids. You see that light, that delicate glow of light, little pixels or particles of light. That's God's light. That's spiritual light. Walk in the light. Learn to be still. Let go of your resentments toward people. Let it go. You can see people are all messed up, and so your parents were messed up too. They were doing the best they could, so forgive them. Forgive everyone. Let it go. Make it unimportant. Take time to refine yourself. Take time to find your Creator. Life will be beautiful, and life will be sweet, and you will grow like the beautiful rose. In these challenging times in which we live, Roland has decided to make the complete four-part meditation exercise available for free to those who cannot afford a donation. The meditation exercise is a tool for dealing with stress and remaining centered. To listen to the complete four-part meditation exercise, simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the middle icon, Meditation. That's SheddingShackles.com. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you too can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. I'm also a pianist and played some of the music examples that you hear, such as Sevilla by the Spanish composer Isaac Albeniz. Thanks for listening. Good morning. I want to talk to you about uh, the nature that we inherit. The nature that we inherit is fundamentally an ambitious nature. And the reason for that is that we are chips off the old block. We are the descendants, the progeny of Adam. And Adam's mistake was ambition. He wanted to know himself as God. Instead of knowing God, he wanted to know himself as God. And the way that he would know himself as God, he was told, was through knowledge. And to this very day, we want to know ourselves as gods through knowledge, don't we? For example, our judgments. When you judge another person, you are knowing yourself as a god, as if your judgments were true, as if you could decide good from evil. You see what I mean? 
But I want to read you something that I wrote because I think it's, it would be helpful. I wrote the following. The light from God restrains us when we welcome it. Our nature is one of ambition, restlessness, reaching, dissatisfaction, hastiness, and excess. You can be having a nice lunch, and while you're having your lunch, you can be thinking of what you're going to have for dinner. Always reaching. That's built into our nature. And what you have to see is that that's what you inherit. Okay? But you can also see that there's something wrong with that. Now, if you could see your error and bear seeing it in the light without trying to duck it, then a most wonderful thing happens. So what I'm going to do now is give you the solution to this. See, you can't change your own nature. The nature that you have, you can't change it. But you can observe it. You can stand back and observe it. Here's the thing. By not resenting what you see, and by quietly admitting your error, you now have a change of heart and mind about it. Before, whatever it was that you wanted and reached for, you excused, rationalized, and if things didn't work out, then you blamed others. And then you kept reaching over and over, hoping to force it to make good on its promise. But now you can see clearly in the light. You can see the lie, see your own weakness and your own wrong, and quietly admit that the truth is right when it shows you that you're wrong, seeing that the truth does not lie when it shows you you're wrong and humbly admitting it. You now come over to a right attitude, but something more has happened. You're conforming to the light. You believe the light and welcome it, though it be painful, and acknowledge God's laws as being true and having integrity. In other words, you have changed sides. Instead of being an enemy of truth, you're now a friend of truth. Now, welcoming conscience in your life, it becomes a cogent force. It restrains your ambitious, out-of-control nature. And as long as you remain close to your intuition, in other words, every day practicing your meditation and wanting it in your life, it begins to make changes. It saves you from sin and also gives you a new nature, one of God and answerable to God as it restrains your animal proclivities, and as it restores balance and health in your body. But people were mean, but they were lost too. That's why I always say, don't, don't resent them. Part of what sustains the traumas from the past is the fact that you continue to resent them. You resent your dad for failing you, your mom for whatever she did, other people for taking advantage or failing you. You resented them all. I just forgive them, realize they're lost sheep too. They haven't found it. None of them have found it. None, with very few exceptions. Very few. Few are they who find it, Christ said. So, yeah, they're out there, but it won't do you any good if they're out there. You have to find it yourself. You have to become the shining light. So stop resenting other people. They didn't have it. They're lost sheep. They, too, are suffering inside. They're tormented. They can't stop themselves from doing things that they shouldn't do. So forgive them. Let it go. Make it unimportant. And spend your every ounce of energy that you have left every bit of life that you have left, except for earning your money and 
taking care of your family, whatever else you have left. Use it to refine the purpose of your existence. Refine your Creator. And let go of your resentments of other people. Learn a little meditation. Learn how to stand back from thoughts. What I was going to say is that those thoughts, see, what, what happened is when you became upset, when you were a little child, you fell into thought and fell into emotions. Emotions are animal. And your animal brain and your animal emotions rose up and overpowered you. Now that's all you know. You're lost down there. Learn how to stand back from them. Would you please stand back? There's such a beautiful, beautiful blue sky and puffy clouds after the rain. Stand back from those thoughts and realize that God is ever-present and His love is and His mercy is and His kindness are there for you. Stop trying to save yourself. Learn to be still and you will discover your Creator and His love. It's a beautiful love story. That's what it is. It's a love story. God created love. He did. He created it. And now you may benefit from his loving kindness. Refine the good father. He is your father, you know. He is your father. Your earthly father, forgive him. He failed. He did the best he could, probably. But he, too, had been hurt when he was a little child. He didn't have that special something that Christ had. You must find that. You must let it flow through you. And it'll change your life for the better. Then you'll be the shining light. Your children need to see that light. Your partner needs to see it in you. It's a love that comes from another dimension. It's beautiful. All they need to do is see it. Then they know that it exists. What do you have now? You have impatience. You have anger. And you have resentment and you have selfishness, refine your Creator, and He will teach you ever so gently how to become unselfish and how to become a loving person again. Now you must refine the Good Father who His goodness and His mercy and His kindness and His justice and his patience, above all patience, patience, will have a wonderful salutary effect upon your being. Just like beautiful bright sunlight makes everything look good and dries out the rain, and the flowers grow, and the clothes on the line become fresh and smell sweet. And in his light, and with his blessing, and with his help, and with his correction, that's right, with his gentle, gentle correction, you will grow in stature to become the prince or the princess that you were meant to be. Never mind whether you're all messed up or not. It doesn't matter. You love God. Deep down in your heart, you love what's right. You love what's sweet. You love the innocence of children. Well, then you love God. And you know what? The journey begins. Just learn to be still. Get the little meditation and you'll be on your way. <laughs>
guaranteed. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's, it's over 300 pages, Putting the Forever Back in Love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after, how to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? And how not to judge your husband so much and how not to resent your wife. Well, may I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love. Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. I'm here to help you by simply awakening you to what you know in your heart, because that comes from God. That was the beginning. That was your innocence. That was your sweetness. That was your perceptiveness. And you've set it aside. Now you must refine it. So, may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, you're free to realize. You're free to understand. And you're free to be patient. And when you're lost in your emotions and your thoughts, you're not free. You are compulsive. And you move with impatience or anger or resentment. Stand back and you will discover a whole new way of living. And you will also discover something else. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be. You'll discover God's gracious forgiveness and his kindness. And life becomes sweet. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. <laughs>